0: My next guest is in charge of a bureau whose activities and scope are crucial to federal operations, yet obscure to many federal employees. He's a respected finance guy with both government and private sector experience, and now he's been named a fellow of the National Academy of Public Administration. Timothy Gribben is commissioner of the Bureau of the Fiscal Service, and he joins me now. Mr. Gribben, good to have you on.
1: Great. Thank you very much. It's nice to be on.
0: And let's begin, I guess my premise is not everyone knows exactly what the Bureau of the Fiscal Service does. They know it's in the Treasury Department, but it's actually crucial. Tell us the scope of what goes on there.
1: It's an agency or a bureau within the agency that has a big mission. So we're basically the operational arm of Treasury. We touch the lives of most uh, citizens and we have over 3,400 people in seven locations. We we provide critical financial services for the federal government, like financing. So when you think about the the debt, the nation's debt, uh, we conducted over 325 auctions last year, awarding $11 trillion in marketable securities, which funds critical government operations and the activities. Uh, We also do payments. We're a central payment service to the American public. We disperse the Social Security payments, retirement benefits, veterans benefits, things like that. We generally do 1.2 billion payments a year, totaling more than $3.7 trillion. And then in revenue, when you think about revenue collection, whether you're going to a national park and paying a fee or you're paying your taxes, we we collect that on the behalf of the federal government on the tune of $4 trillion a year. Then we also provide government-wide accounting and reporting. So when you think about the finances of the federal government, we prepare the government's financial report. Uh, Then we also provide some shared services. So we offer IT and administrative support to to over 80 federal agencies. So when you add that all together, it's a little-known bureau, but it has a huge impact on on the lives of Americans and, and especially in the federal government.
0: And what's it like to work in a bureau where you know that how many zeros are involved and therefore how important it is, but the average person says, I never heard of it?
1: Yeah, it's It's funny because even within the federal government, most people have not heard of it. Now, I heard of it because I was the former CFO of the Small Business Administration. And I knew that I used Treasury services to help me do my job better as the CFO. But also, I didn't even realize some of the full extent. Sometimes when you think about, let's say, the debt auctions, I always assumed that was another part of Treasury, not that it was within the Bureau of the Fiscal Service. So even that was a surprise to me in the very beginning of the full impact of and and you're right, when you see that many zeros, it's hard to fathom uh, but each dollar counts
0: sure. And do you look at ways to kind of streamline the apparatus that delves out all of this money and also takes in all of this money? You must have ways you could think of that, golly, this could be done a lot faster or a lot more efficiently
1: yes, we we do in fact. One of the things so the are three things that we say the American citizens expect that the government is being an efficient steward of its financial resources, that the financial information provided is accurate, and that the financial interactions that they have with us are modern, seamless, and secure. We take all of those three things seriously and we look at ways of of being able to provide a more secure payment and collection system. so there is there's sometimes people think that a paper check is more secure than an electronic transaction when actually it's not the case. So we have an effort to make more payments electronically. Currently over ninety five percent of all payments that we that we send out are done electronically. We're trying to improve that, and make that higher. Now in terms of, of the the revenue collections, ninety eight percent of that is collected electronically. When you think about that, when there used to be a huge paper operation, there's a lot of cost involved in that. So by driving out the paper, improving the electronic technology, embracing modern technology for financial reporting, we provide a more secure operation at a less cost to the American taxpayer. So we are constantly looking at ways that we can improve uh, the efficiency and effectiveness of our service and make what we do more transparent to the American public.
0: We're speaking with Timothy Gribben. He's commissioner of the Bureau of the Fiscal Service and a new fellow at the National Academy of Public Administration. Tell us about your career a little bit. You said you were CFO at the Small Business Administration, but you also ran divisions within uh, private sector companies.
1: I did. So I started in, in banking with J.P. Morgan in New York. And then I went to graduate school at Duke University. And when I was there, I was on a work study. And at the time, the Postal Service brought all its executives down to Duke for strategic transformation training. And I was working on that program. That was my first introduction into things that the federal government is doing. I decided to join them for a career. So I started my career in an intern program where I worked in various Functional areas like marketing, finance, operations, and human resources. And while at the Postal Service, I, I spent nine years there, really looking at how to improve the operations. I was enticed to go out to the private sector, so I worked for a small technology company in Seattle. And in that one, it was it was a, it was one of those types of organizations that was a custom engineering shop, and it really wanted to transform into a a more product driven organization, so by learning some of the things that I learned at the Postal Service on how to build strategic relationships, I was able to change the the, the revenue nature of that company from having ninety percent of the revenues generated from custom work to over ninety percent coming from product sales now at the time though, I decided that my passion was really with the public service and and while I think adding shareholder value is, is in very important and an important driver of our economy. It wasn't what was driving me. And I went back to the Postal Service. I was able to leverage what I learned from working for the small technology company with the Postal Service and using data to really measure service performance. That's what led me to the Small Business Administration. I was at Small Business Administration for 10 and a half years, first as the Director of Performance then, as the deputy CFO, and finally, as I mentioned, as the chief financial officer, and then I joined uh, the bureau about five months ago as as the commissioner. So here I'm, I'm leveraging what I learned there, what I was able to do at the Small Business Administration, and look at it from a larger scale of how I can help CFOs become more more of a strategic advisor and a and a partner with their within their agency, using data to drive efficiency and program evaluations. So understanding exactly what are the questions that we want answered, that when we answer them, we will be able to provide better services to the American public. So it's part of why I, why I joined the Bureau was, was to help do that across the whole federal sector.
0: And what will you focus on at NAPA? It sounds like the, if there's anything that uh, runs as a common thread throughout your career is that ultimately the balance sheet is the scorecard of success in business. And for the government or the private sector, what will be your areas of study and focus at NAPA?
1: Well, first of all, I just want to say I was honored to be even nominated for NAPA, much less be, become a fellow. I had attended some of NAPA events, especially focused on on CFO roundtable type events. What I'm planning on with NAPA leveraging, there's a, they have a standing panel on executive organization and management and several studies with focus areas on financial management, strategic planning and performance management. I I plan to leverage that uh, using evaluation of government services and and being able to, to drive performance. So when you talked about the balance sheet, I'm actually about the balance sheet plus what you're getting with it. So, what are you getting for the money that's being spent? That's adding the performance piece to it, and then from evaluations to say how effectively and efficiently are we operating that? And that's what I plan to do within within uh, Napa.
0: All right. I guess that CFO community is becoming a big focus from a lot of different angles, including, as you mentioned, data, data analysis. Also, the government has been much better at getting clean financial audits. You must have seen that change over the years, also.
1: I have yes, so even now we're we're still on the path to try to get a, a, a an audit, a clean audit for the whole federal government. It's still work in progress. We um, but we're marching down the path, and and we're working with the Department of Defense and 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 on intergovernment agency transactions, which are, which are things that are challenging uh, in itself, uh, but that need to be resolved in order to have a, an, an audit that, that, uh, that people can rely on the financial statements of the federal government.
0: Well, I'm glad the abacus is in your hands. Tim Gribben is Commissioner of the Bureau of the Fiscal Service and a new fellow at the National Academy of Public Administration. Thanks so much for joining me.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Explore today's must-have trends and innovative styles at Mrs. B's Clearance and Outlet. Shop one-of-a-kind finds in today's must-have trends. Explore wall-to-wall deals, furniture, flooring, mattresses, home accents, seasonal favorites, and more. Discover unique new home decor, pillows, accessories, and more. There's something perfect for your style and budget. There's new inventory every day at up to 80% off suggested retail. Discover the style and savings of the new Mrs. B's Clearance and Outlet. The people who looked through 200 resumes to fill a job also waited 40 minutes for their internet to dial up. You don't wait 40 minutes for your internet to dial up. You use Upwork to quickly hire talent. This is how we work now